0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Sales with Brendan McAdams and Andy Black. Today, we're chatting about CRMs, Customer Relationship Management Systems, how they can help us, how to choose one, and the pitfalls to avoid when using them. If you find it useful, then please share with someone that can help. And if you've got any feedback or suggestions on future episodes, then please let us know. Right, Brendan. So this is, I think, one of your favorite topics, it's, is, is it's... CRMs. <laughs> and well, sorry, I think it's going to be a good topic for you because... I know nothing about them and I am in a bit of a mess at the moment because I don't have a CRM and I've been on holiday for two weeks. And prior to that, for whatever reason, the economy opening up, or I don't know, stacks of prospects have come through to me. It could be me just being slightly more active on social media. I don't know. And I've got, I I can't tell you, I'm embarrassed to say, I can't tell you how many prospects I've got that I need to follow up with on Monday and progress it or say no politely. And I've been trying to write them down in my little notebook. And then I was looking through my emails last night. And I found another one that <laughs> they'd emailed me and said, yes, I'd like to proceed. And then I went on holiday for two weeks and I hadn't replied to them. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed to say, a I didn't remember it. Normally I can remember them all because there isn't yeah. too many. In the last 10 years, I've not used a CRM. I've been happy to just remember who I've got yeah. in the little pipeline. Yeah. And I'm wondering whether it's time for me to be looking at a little bit of a CRM. Somewhere where I can organize this a bit better and progress. You know what stage they're at. You know, yeah. Have I invoiced them yet? And they're not paid. No. Yeah. When they've paid, I class them as a customer. Till then, they're not a customer. <laughs> Until the money is in my account, right? So if I've invoiced them, they've if they've agreed to come on board. Ask me to send an invoice. If I've sent the invoice, if it's still not paid, they're still so like, now we're
1: having a philosophical argument.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so you're better at CRMs than me. I suspect it's very common for a freelancer doing digital marketing, web design, graph design, copyright, whatever, all those kind of things online probably doesn't have a CRM. They're just flying by the seat of their pants. Yeah, right. You've come from more from the enterprise background, where I'm pretty sure a lot of companies with sales yes, yes, have yes. to have yep. CRM because they've got yep. more people involved right. in it. Yeah. So how is the CRM going to help me? And what should I even be thinking about to evaluate and just get something real simple up and running? Yeah.
1: In? So yeah, and by the way, I think you're looking at it the right way. And the reason is this whole CRM thing can take on a life of its own. It's an enormous time sink if you get wrapped up in it. The first thing I would say about customer relationship management software is that the real goal of a CRM is to make sure that customer interactions don't fall through the cracks, that they don't get forgotten. And that's really all it is. So it's keeping track of contact information. It's being able to do reminders that, oh, this is the next thing in the step. This is where we are in the sales process. That's what a CRM is for. It's your memory. That's all it is. And so if you look at it that way, then my recommendation is you really just need something simple. And it really has to do just a very few things. You can basically live inside the CRM for most of your selling, which is to say, You can do all your emails from inside the CRM. Your calendar can be inside the CRM. It can link to uh, Zoom or uh, Google Meet or whatever conferencing software. It provides your reminders. Those are the things you ought to look for in your first iteration of a CRM. So something inexpensive, it should ideally be able to send email from your email account inside the CRM. So from Andy Black.net, for example, or in my case, kinetics.com. You should be able to send an email from inside the CRM that looks like your email to the customer. And then you should be able to get emails back. And so the emails get attached to the customer account or that individual. And you should be able to do reminders. Oh, I had a meeting with him or her. I've got to follow up on this thing. It should take you no time to put a little task in there and then it should be your kind of task management system. I have a CRM, Freshworks CRM, which I like, and it allows me to put all my attachments in so I can actually have standard sales materials and they're just at my fingertips. In my book, I write about having a sales toolkit. You should have a bunch of things that are immediately at your fingers that you shouldn't have to search for and you should be able to find them in one place. And I keep my stuff in this sales toolkit inside my CRM so I can grab a, a template. I can send an email more quickly because it's in a template. That's one thing that I think is really useful. So I if I have a standard email that I want to go out, I can use that and boom, saves me a ton of time. And then I can send out bulk emails if I want. I don't do a lot of that, but that's one other nice feature that a CRM allows you to have. So those are the things that you want to have on your checklist. And the, most CRMs will do that right. stuff.
0: Okay. I use to manage my business email, yeah. use Google Calendar. I use Calendly to book in to to my Google calendar, which is great. And notifications sent out for a zoom call. I use my Google calendar, like my to-do list. I put things in on particular dates to tell me to go and do something. So i get an email notification. I have looked at streak for Gmail where it has like a CRM within.
1: Yeah. There are some of those.
0: There's several of those. Yeah. There's a few that go within Gmail and streaks actually quite good. It's free don't know whether it's a bit flaky sometimes, or maybe there's a limit on the number it does a month. But what it also does is it tells me if an email's opened. So yeah. if I send an email to somebody, I can tell whether they've opened yeah. it.
1: Most good CRMs will do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering whether I can do something lightweight. I, I suppose it is down to getting all the processes right first and then finding a tool to implement yeah. this process is better. I'm just wondering why my stuff fell through the cracks. That's for me to go and try and figure out. I'm curious, actually, if you're messaging people on yeah. Twitter or Facebook Messenger or yeah. WhatsApp or whatever. If there's a conversation going on in there, how does that happen? It doesn't. Happen.
1: It doesn't and in fact, this is one of those things that I've been harping on. So many of the conversations that I have on Twitter, they disappear because they're in DMs and you can't sort them. You can't search on them. And after 30 days, they disappear yeah. and you, you can't get to them. Ideally, it'd be great if those Twitter conversations ended up in the CRM itself. So if you're my customer and I have a DM Conversation with you, it ends up in the same file with everything else that doesn't exist right now, as far as I know.
0: I will end up getting a, a notification that I've got a new event in my calendar that's come through Calendly. On, it's in my Gmail and it's a Zoom. And I've asked three questions: How do yep. you find out about me? What would you like to achieve on the call? Yeah, just name an email address. I think those, and they will say, "Oh, I found you on Twitter, and I'd like to do this." And I've got their name. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Prior to the call, I've got to try and find the message in Twitter that put. Per- yeah. I've got to find that person. And then yeah. scroll back to try and figure out what caused me to say, "Oh, look, book yourself in." Well, let's have a chat. And it's pretty messy. And so sometimes I'll go through my Facebook Messenger, I'll go through Twitter, i go through other forums, trying to find the person. I use
1: Calendly, and with Zapier, I have a connection where someone schedules an appointment in Calendly for a, a consult like that. It creates a record in my CRM, and they fill out a form in my CRM that answers those questions. So that appointment has a, a data related to why they scheduled that conversation and it's in my CRM. That's a Zapier Calendly CRM link.
0: Right. Yeah. I suppose I could ask better questions in a Calendly form. That would do a similar thing. It's just when I'm trying to find the context, how they even found me, cause that's important. You know, some, I asked, so much, I
1: asked that in the form.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, like Even just the conversation. Bob Bob recommended you. Yeah, oh yeah,
1: that can be tough. And if you're having that conversation in the DM in Twitter, I don't know how to get that. Right. Twitter is certainly getting to be much more business focused as a a company. And I suspect there'll be more features coming out in the future. There will be a Twitter CRM. That's my prediction.
0: Right.
1: But that means you got another CRM. You have two. You have the one you use for every day. And then there's the Twitter one you use for Twitter. And I don't know how that's
0: going to work out you're using Freshworks. yeah what would you recommend to somebody just getting started who's like myself a freelancer kind of a one-man band I, yeah I, I do have other freelancers work with me but they don't need to be in the crm i, yeah. I do all the, the prospecting and sales yeah. calls etc so it's a kind of one person and it's not a massive volume going through
1: well like several of them have free levels so you can get started in a very inexpensively pipe drive is one of the more, more popular ones salesforce is Very popular. It's expensive. It's rather complicated, I think. HubSpot has another free version, but it's free for a period of time that gets more expensive. There's just a million CRMs. The thing I would say is if you're just starting out, there are like literally a handful of features I think that you really need. And the ones that I would stay away from, at least in the beginning, would be automations in particular and email marketing and that sort of thing. I would say that's something that you put off for as long as possible until you're really comfortable with the CRM. Because if you stick to the the core functions that I just outlined, you can work with that for a period of time. And then it's not that difficult to migrate away and go to another one. And the, the whole selection process of evaluating and trying out different CRMs is just a huge time sink. And in the beginning, I don't think you need that. I think what you need is just this handful of functions and then use that for a period of time. And then if you don't like it, yeah, download all the data out of it, the notes, and you're going to probably lose all your tasks and reminders, but you'll keep all the core data and the conversations and you can migrate to something else.
0: I, I agree with staying away from automations. I think people automate too early. You yeah. should be just talking to people and doing yeah. things by hand until right. they're bored, until they know they can do it in their sleep what you need to automate. I think a lot yeah. of people are trying to automate something they haven't even done yet.
1: I, I know so many salespeople where the CRM becomes this thing where they have to keep it up to date, you end up spending a tremendous amount of time doing data entry. And it's an excuse not to go out and sell. The CRM is simply a tool to help you do your other things more efficiently. It should not be a distraction.
0: I think we've mentioned that before, where the IT guys or the web designers will be rearranging pixels on the site rather yeah. than picking up the phone and speaking to someone. And yeah. you say the salesperson's equivalent is messing about in the CRM.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know sales guys that would just spend all their time typing, making sure all their notes were right, and all the blah, 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 and getting every note in. And the CRM is oftentimes not with you in the field when you're in front of a customer, whereas my notebook is, right? right. If I can go back 20 pages and go, oh, this is what we agreed to. I I just think it's easy to get wrapped up on the data entry and, and spending time inside the CRM. Whereas, if you do your email in there and you coordinate your time and tasks and so forth, it can be worth every penny that you spend on it. But in the beginning, you shouldn't have to spend very much.
0: Okay. I need to be very careful with it. I think what I will do as well is put the whiteboard back up. I used to have a whiteboard just so I can see at a glance.
1: Yeah, I agree. I want to know exactly what my, key things are the one thing i need to get done next but the crm i use now has a dashboard that tells me what's on my calendar for today this is my calendar and this is my tasks and it's all on one page i make the mistake of spending too much time in email and by being in the crm it kind of filters out of distraction for me so it's helpful in the, in that regard
0: so i use Basecamp. allows me yeah. to communicate with clients uh, yeah if clients can keep communicating via email i will ask yeah. them look, can you do, do it in the project? <laughs> my developer can see what the hell's going on. And so like, yeah. your team can see otherwise. Yeah. I and mean, this email gets lost and it branches out and other things, right? So that clears out my inbox for yeah. all the client conversations. But at the minute, it does have a lot of the conversations with prospects. In, sorry, no, in, in my emails. Yeah. Whereas if they got moved out of there, then my email inbox would be very different. I might not even have to check yeah. the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, well, so I can see an advantage here of, separating out client conversations are in base camp yeah conversations with prospects are in the crm that's interesting what's it called crm when they're not customers but they're, they're all customers out. they're just okay.
1: they're just, made, just aren't your customer yet
0: all oh, right okay <laughs> a stranger is a friend you haven't met yet kind of thing and then in my gmail that's just all the other stuff former receipts for all the yeah. damn bits of software that i'm paying for every month i've right. <laughs> <laughs> got loads i made a list once scared the hell out of me yeah no i'll be interested in trying out one of them i'll probably I'll have a look at Freshworks, CNL. You're, you're using the same thing. So now can I... The nice thing about
1: that is if you choose a CRM that someone else knows well, then you have instant tech support, right? You have somebody, hey, I want to do this sort of thing. And how do you do it in Freshworks? Or how do you do it in PipeDrive? Oh, this is how I do it. Blah, blah, blah. Oh,
0: solved. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. And then for mm. so the. What would be different? I'm just curious. What would be different for the larger companies where there's a sales team?
1: Oh, well, the big thing is that this whole sales force and CRMs become just part of a much bigger ecosystem of data. And so the CRM system turns into a marketing system, and you have all the data around, like when you do outbound marketing or inbound marketing and the connection to the website stuff. So all the heat mapping and and uh, you know, Google Analytics stuff that when people come to the website, so, so before someone ends up in the CRM, they might be in some marketing system. And I visited and I opened something up and I downloaded this. And then I schedule an appointment and that appointment gets assigned to some salesperson and it goes into their CRM. And so now I have all that information about what that person downloaded, looked at, and so forth. And then You go through the whole sales process inside the CRM and they're still getting feeds because that prospect is still interacting with the website or they attend a webinar or they do something else and all that stuff gets fed back into the CRM. And then at some point, the customer buys and then that goes into billing, right? And so there's an invoicing system. And then it gets linked into customer support because that person's now a customer and They have a technical issue and then, oh, as part of the technical issue, it turns out that, oh, they really need this other product we have. And so it gets circled back to the CRM and the salesperson gets assigned to, hey, you should follow up. They want they have a question about this other product that we've got. And so it's all kind of a whole sales and marketing ecosystem.
0: Gotcha. No, it's like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I even picked up a new client last week, maybe the week before, and we're generating leads well, yeah. that's the plan sorry yeah the plan is we generate leads and they end up in hubspot so we've got to try and figure out how to get with conversion tracking yeah so that we know that it, yeah we've generated a lead and yeah so that's one of our pains is a lot of clients they've all got different crms yeah if they're using crms yeah some of them they aren't they just get an email um telling them a phone number and email address and a message from somebody and then they'll ring them back but yeah. some it ends up into the cr in the crm and we've got to try and integrate into it and interestingly you were talking about when people visit the website you get info about them visiting the website so that's something else that we can help clients do is the reverse ip lookups yeah where you might just find oh somebody from this ip address visited this page yep. for 30 seconds then went to yep. this page and then that page in fact yep. two weeks yep. ago they were on that page and if the ip address is signed to a business it'll tell you the name of the business and then yeah your outbound sales team can then investigate and maybe go on right. linkedin try and find out who yeah. in that department, potentially, and then contact them and say, look, some, I believe somebody was looking for X, Y, Z, or needs ABC solution, yeah. who would I speak to? Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting seeing it from your side, because I'm at the front end part, getting the right people, yeah. hopefully, from Google to the website, and somehow it ended up in this CRM.
1: One of the, one of the kind of fundamental philosophies of this conversation we have is keep things simple, start simple iterate you know it's better to get started right uh, at least that's my mindset And so there are some really elaborate things you can do with a CRM and one of the things you want to look for at some point is the ability to have an open API because if you have access to the API boy there are some really clever things that you can do and integrations with other applications and so forth and you know maybe some of the listeners are going to get really into that sort of stuff but again I go back to start with something just just so that you're not letting things fall on the floor. So that the, this is the classic example. Oh, hey, I like what you're doing. This is great. We're in the midst of this integration. We can't make any decision right now. But in three months, we'd like to investigate this again. I can't tell you the number of times people have done that. And then six months from then you think, oh, shoot, I meant to call that guy. And that's what a CRM is for, is to make sure that you don't drop the ball. It allows you not have to rely on your memory. It is your memory.
0: Good. Very good. We hope you found that useful. If you did, then please share with someone it can help. And don't forget to check out letschatsales.com for other episodes and to sign up to our newsletter.